0: Welcome to O oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out, with your hosts Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, the Away Cafe. Hello. Why hello! Right, right on time, man. I'm good at predicting these things. Not ah, terribly sorry. <laughs> That's yeah, fine.
1: Okay.
2: Wi-Fi? Just okay. there. there we go.
0: I was uh, just calm ah an error on my impeccable an, ability to well, predict when, uh, when I'm going to be places. <clears throat> I'm here right on time. Hello.
2: Peace. Of course.
0: There you
3: go. Wizard arrives exactly when he means to.
0: So yes. I think
3: the same with podcast. Though, so it's fine.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> turns out. You're a wizard. That's what. That's what Lord of the Rings was missing. They were missing
1: Hagrid. Who's that, the Hagrid? That's what Gimli? it was missing.
0: What? Yeah. Who's ha- who's the Hagrid of Lord of the Rings? Gimli. Who's the Hagrid? Yeah. I mean, only in so far as
3: that he is bearded.
0: Yeah. But Gimli doesn't. Uh Gimli,
3: Gimli is not necessarily jovial and uh loves animals.
0: I mean kind so, of like, sort
3: of
0: is. Because
3: you know, I think he's, it's Radagast.
0: I was gonna say Radagast for sure. But he's <laughs> but it's it's tough because you know, like Hagrid is just like a little like a wee bit magical. Like he's not a full-fledged um but Radagast... That's well,
3: only because he got kicked out of school. Yeah, I know.
0: I'm just saying. Like, and he's not... Well, and he's not allowed to, right? Technically, he's not allowed to. Well, yeah. So it, technically, but... you don't get to see the full extent of his power, much this like is Radagast. This true. They never show that, right? They, you know, there's the pigtail and the flying motorcycle, which actually you know, he doesn't do anything about, but he gets that from Sirius... Anyway. Yeah, I think it's, the Ra- I think it's Radagast. I'm think pretty sure. He's very Radagast. Is, is that yeah. where he gets the motorcycle? Does he get it from Sirius
1: Black? Oh. I think so. Did you get that? I'm not. I don't. I haven't read the books in a couple of years now, so uh, I don't yeah. remember exactly. Pretty sure. <laughs> anyway,
0: I think that that sounds right to me. From I mean. Given things. the so, given the character who yeah. else would be cool enough to have a flying motorcycle, so <laughs> uh, yeah, not Lupin—that's
3: for sure. That's dangerous, yeah. right?
0: No. <laughs> no, man. Yeah, and we're breaking through the clouds right now, and oh no, <laughs> oh no, the moon! <laughs> anyway, back down. Crash. <laughs> Where were we?
1: Crash motorcycle. <laughs> Oh, so bad times. Okay.
0: Stop. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, now we have that question out of the way.
1: Um, Perfect. What a good show opener.
0: Yeah. How's uh, how's everybody doing? Uh pretty good.
3: <coughs> very eventful uh, week here. So now it's yeah. have nice.
0: been um doing literally all the things. Um,
3: down <laughs> for now. Everything is fine. <laughs>
1: Soothing, <laughs> right? Right, thinking <laughs> soothing thoughts because man, it's been crazy around here. So, <clears throat> you're yeah. gonna go now. <laughs> Good. <laughs> oh man.
3: So, yes, listeners, to, f- to clue you in, uh, I'll spare you some of these, but uh, last week. My wife had to have, like, emergency gallbladder removal surgery uh, because of it was not going well. And then um, they, like, we had to have an emergency follow-up surgery to make sure everything was cleared out, make sure there was, like, gall stonage happening. So everything is good now. That was a very, I don't really remember the weekend because there was no sleeping. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah, that was a whole, yeah. So, you know, she's out of her surgery, and then she goes back and then it's like, and here we go again,
3: yeah, oh, no. she just likes to she just likes it there, right She just likes to hang out
0: there does she, does she enjoy ambulance rides? That's what I'm feeling like I'm good getting- yeah, I feel like she really does uh she she uh
3: she bonded Eyes on duty, right it's fine <laughs> also uh a small side note, several of the ambulance people. Around here are graduates from the school that we work at. So, like, we know them. <laughs> <laughs> the last time, the last time she had to go, yeah. the last time she had her other surgery, uh, she, like, went in the ambulance with, like, pe- like uh, one of the girls that graduated. And so they were just, like, hanging out.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh.
3: She's so very friendly. She's just, like, hanging out, talking to everybody, chilling in the ambulance, you know? A good
0: time, jeez. <laughs> so yes. Well, you know. No, you now we're good. Catch up. Just been eating
3: our yeah. low-fat diet, right? Being all chill. Yeah. Trying to avoid excitement for a little while. It's been,
1: <laughs>
3: been too much the past several weeks. Too much excitement. So yeah,
0: you do need a bit downtime,
1: or lack thereof, rather. So yeah. How are you guys doing? Hear <sighs> me uh eh,
2: yeah. It's um but not, but definitely not as yeah, as adventurous as Brandon's, but my week has been absolutely crazy. So on on, on certain weeks um I do what's called on call, which anything after five or if law enforcement requests, uh, I'm I'm on call. Like if there's some sort of emergency, or if law enforcement <laughs> needs somebody, they call me. Um, this week oh. um, has probably has probably been one of possibly my busiest weeks in a long time. Uh, hmm. t- typically, like a normal uh, one of my normal weeks for me being on call is either, um, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um, oh, hey, let's, uh, you know, call Aaron maybe once. Maybe. Um, this week, I've been called Friday night of last week twice. Two calls. Um, Saturday, Monday, maybe not Monday. I think Monday was, like, the only day I actually got to sleep in uh, or sleep. Tuesday, I got a call relatively not super late and then that was tuesday wednesday i got a call late wednesday night um and then i i'm not gonna i'm not gonna jinx anything else today i'm not gonna say a word um because i don't want the dhs gods to um to smite me down or anything um if you if you talk too much ill on i'm like oh my week was easy then so i'm not gonna say a word um (laughs) But my my week in in that regards has been uh has been very chaotic. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna sit down and do this. Oh, nope, I got to drive an hour and a half somewhere. Cool these. Um, thankfully everything has been relatively <sighs> minimal. In some cases, um, they they've all been you know pretty pretty manageable, pretty you know. Yeah. Relaxed. I think last night it took me longer to get there than it was to actually talk to people. Mm. Um, so go that's good. That kind of puts that kind of puts in perspective how big and annoying this place is. Um, but that's kind of been about my week um, <clears throat> in a nutshell. I've, I've established this a weird annoying cough that I was standing out in the rain last night, so I yeah. probably. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, oh, no. Where that came from. So <laughs> Aaron, Aaron from. is uh, you know, I because I was I was in a I had all these allergies, I um and then that, and then I had an eight thirty meeting that I had to speak about like eighty percent of the time and I was like, welcome. This is my name is Aaron. Uh you know, we have this is the reason why we got involved. Excuse me, why? I so, um, that yeah, that was me this morning. I find, I sound way better, but not by much.
1: Oh, I'm just yeah, going to... so er,
2: <laughs> Oh God, I was going to make a joke about oh,
1: calling you I have to have have to send, send you
3: the vinegar honey recipe.
0: Oh yes, yeah, the patented vinegar <laughs> and honey recipe that Brandon loves and endorses.
2: <laughs> well, so I got uh, I got absolutely. this absolutely. Like little little cough spray stuff. Um and it it actually kinda works. It actually kinda numbs like the back. Like, you know, numbs my throat so I don't feel like I'm gonna cough every five seconds. So it's kinda nice. I got oh, yeah. loaded up on that this morning, um, and last night and the night before. Um and everyone's like, Get Oh, Aaron, is it allergies? Well I'm sitting there like sniffling in the corner. Yeah. <gasps> yes it is allergies. I will fight you in a heartbeat, I have no problem. I will take you out right now. Um <laughs> Yeah, so that that's been a, a summary of Aaron's week. Um of just me just you know, working like, ah yes, I get to take night Ted medicine. No, I have to go somewhere? Excellent. Okay, let me just go somewhere. Oh it's rating? Oh awesome, perfect. This, this <laughs> cultivates the what? excellent what, what, yes perfect um and you know sometimes i can't i can't really complain because there there are some times where i'm like oh man my week sucked i got you know i had to drive down the road and talk to this person and then like i talked to some of my coworkers, and they're like yeah we had to talk to a family that had like 12 children i'm like oh no that's no i'm i'm okay thank you and then, then it completely flips and they're like oh yeah we haven't had to talk to a person like in two weeks, and like I've been literally talking to everyone in the state of Oklahoma. I've been having to do a thousand things. I've been going to court. I've been doing all this. Why is it fucked at me? <laughs> in the you know classic, um, I think it was Beethoven that wrote the "Why does this happen to me?" Someone like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> that ah, yes, plays in my a head.
3: well-known classic.
2: <laughs> yes, Beethoven. Both are romantic you know, period. Rabbit. Yes. Um, I was on <laughs> I And on so the I'm like, yeah, see? Um, yeah, that plays And I'm like, ah, this is perfect. This is my life. I'm having fun. All of the fun. So
1: yeah, well, that's just, been, that's my week in a
0: relative nutshell.
1: Well, just don't pull well, Harrison. Oh, hold
0: the what? Yeah, Harrison. President Harrison. Yeah. Sit in the rain, but, talking
2: a lot. Oh. Yeah, no, no,
1: thank you. I don't have... Oh, but. oh, okay.
3: I was like... Give pres- me a second. Wow, deep cut <laughs> reference. The one everybody knows. Good old President William Henry Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. He? he died He's 32
0: a- days into his... Yeah, Obviously. Every- uh. everybody,
3: everybody knows that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: like, I had no idea what he go. was talking about.
3: <laughs> uh, it took me a minute. The first thing I was like, Harrison Ford? What? Yeah. I
1: don't know. Yeah, don't you know, crash your plane, what Do, you
0: do. do? Oh. Get off my
3: plane. You don't crash your plane into a golf course. Clearly. That's mm.
1: what the message is.
0: Moral of the story, <laughs> don't stand in the rain and crash your plane in a golf course. That's what I got from that.
2: I was talking to somebody yesterday do... and they were like, I don't know, man. I think Con Air is not that good of a movie. And I'm like, okay, first of all, you need to leave this country now. <laughs> Why don't you put the wow, money back in the box?
1: Definitely... <laughs>
2: Definitely a take. A great
1: movie, exactly. Yes. <laughs> oh, man, I mean, I don't love Con, but man, for
3: some reason, Susan loves that movie like so much. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like it's okay, I guess. <laughs> Fine, but like I don't know. No, that's definitely not my
0: I mean, come on. Top list there. I don't know. Steve Buchemi. Don Malkovich uh, Jimmy. Don Malkovich. Come on. It's got Malkovich. Come how on. could you not? All, all you really
2: need,
3: right? I like how you're naming every single person not named Nicholas Cage in this movie. That's the of the
0: hilarious part here that tells me everything I need to know. Well I mean if we're being real with ourselves. Speaking, like of, speaking of speaking of
3: the worst accents ever put on film, uh whatever he's doing in that movie, like I, <laughs> who knows uh, true right. sounds like a cross between like, Miss Scarlet. right like I declare but like
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> deeper like- gravelier like I don't really understand what that
0: <laughs> I don't think he understands no I'm sure <laughs> no he doesn't uh, but it's amazing how you know how he does remain have some level of continuity with it through it i'm so they must it's true. Have, they must have had somebody on set uh just paying attention to his accent be like look okay he has no idea what he's doing but we need you to just listen <laughs> to make sure he's doing this every single time <laughs> he's on screen
1: <laughs> i mean i don't know about that that sounds like a level of uh, like
3: dedication that would not be president. President, excuse me, in a movie called *Gone Air*. Right? Yeah. That sounds like, uh, like that's like Day Lewis level of. That's true. <laughs> that's a good point. Dedication, enough, not necessarily. Yeah. And I know, I know, like hating on Nicolas Cage is like a I don't like.
1: That's not what I'm doing here. I'm just saying. Gone Air. great movie ridiculous uh is gone in 60 seconds because that movie's
3: hilarious <laughs> do you...
0: oh man because the, the, the it's, it's so goofy yeah it's definitely one of those where like, you, you, you do have to kind of take a moment and go like wait are they playing this seriously or is it all kind of tongue-in-cheek
1: Yeah, no, no, they're not. After a yeah. while, you realize, oh, no, this is like
3: <laughs> crazy silliness, right? Like, <laughs> so it plays it off a little bit different, uh, you know, but it's funny to watch. I saw it was on TV the other day and I just watched it and I was like, still funny, still silly, still going to watch it. Like, I <laughs> right. It's still a little too melodramatic for
0: a movie about stealing cars. Uh, But, like, (laughs) it's just funny, right? It's just, it's just, (laughs) it's one of those, like, I don't need to think at all through this, right? Like, even the weird twist in it, like, no, like, it's, (laughs) right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's
1: fine, right? But, you know, I like it for, just kind of the silly actiony, nice. That's what I. Sure. <laughs> I like it a lot. So it's funny. You know. So I know.
3: I know hating on Nick Cage is a meme. It's not what I'm doing
1: here. Uh, I do like that movie. I just you know, not Con Air or many other ones. Just...
0: <laughs> <laughs> not Wicker. You're not a fan of Wicker Man. Um
3: no man that was
0: that was
3: (laughs) that movie is so weird uh all to be fair that movie is not only let down by nicholas cage right like there's a good movie in there somewhere but it's like very deeply hidden.
1: They
0: they, they made it. Yeah. The first one was not that bad, right? Like
3: Like wasn't there, wasn't there yeah, was there was right? Like, like the premise is fine and you know I think so. I don't know if I've seen that
1: one. It's hard to say. Yeah, but like it's uh it's a little rough. I it's it's a little crazy. Oh, I'm out.
3: Like,
0: yeah. I, I always wondered. <laughs> I always wondered. I was like, why is Nicolas Cage in all of these way like weird off the wall movies? And then when I learned that it's because he buys the rights to them and then he does the production and then like he d- puts in all of that work, and I was like, oh, he just like he just likes acting, right? Like, he it's just what he enjoys doing, and he's just. Doing stuff. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Just does these crazy things
1: just to yeah. you know, do something different, right? Yeah. So I get that. That makes sense. It's just
0: <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't... <laughs> Like what are you gonna do? Uh I don't
3: know. Uh, to segue is out of this, I do have a brief follow-up to a topic of conversation from the other day. Uh, I wrote down in my little uh,
1: paper here. Oh, um,
3: oh hold on. I, I was just a, like... I, I this is.
0: awake.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry. Cut. I
2: mean, <laughs> they want to join on the topic, too. They can. <sighs>
1: And we're back. Yeah, like smooth criminal. We're she fine. probably hasn't to do it yet. Well, she might have. Oh,
3: <clears throat> there we go. Hi, sorry.
1: Hey. Anyway.
3: Hello. <laughs> um. So, this is one of those like examples of like, uh, whatever. I we talked about this before too. I can't remember the name of it because I only ever hear it called the wrong name. Right. That thing where you like you you hear it once and then it like shows up a whole bunch throughout your day just because it's on your mind. You know. Oh
0: yeah yeah that like uh-huh. psychological
3: thing that happens whatever that is. Um <clears throat> I was just like hanging out and I was just scrolling through my news feed and what what name did I see scroll across my <sighs> Google news feed? That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Hanna-Barbera. Uh from our episode the other day explaining Rockadoodle, we were talking about how I did not know that Hanna-Barbera what? existed until like 2000 or whatever. <laughs> uh, apparently, it's coming back.
1: Dun, 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 dun. So they're like. <laughs> <laughs>
3: the, uh, they're, they're, with, with Time Warner or whatever, like AT&T, Time Warner, whatever, the giant media conglomerate that owns everything is. Um, they are renaming Cartoon Network Studios Europe, Hanna-Barbera Studios. Boom, and they're going to be in- involved in like several new, uh, like television animation, like
1: series. Wham! <laughs>
0: fascinating. I. That's weird to me from a was crazy standpoint of like why they feel like that name, like because nobody. Nobody knows what that is anymore, right? like it just seems like well, bring back well, I mean, I think part of it is like
3: it is a name that has like historic significance well sure in 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 that field right, right. and um part you know that that um so like. It's a historic name. They're, they're bringing it out. Part of it's a marketing thing, I think. Sure. Right. Because, like, the, the kids that watch the show or the young adults, whatever age group these shows are aimed at, um, you know, this kind of like early teen, young kid audience, they're not necessarily going to care who is making what media company is behind making their thing, but like their parents we'll see like Hanna-Barbera and they will be like, Oh yeah, I know that. That's a familiar thing. I feel okay with my kids watching Hanna-Barbera because I love Hanna-Barbera. Right. I have fond memories of watching that when I was a kid watching like, you know, Yogi Bear and all Scooby-Doo, all this stuff, right? Like, so it goes with that. And then again, you have potential to bring back those, you know, revive some of those possible properties, like associated with the new name. So if you are going to bring back, like, I don't know, let's pretend you're going to bring back Yogi bear. Right. I don't know why you would. It's not really relevant to anything, but now you have a name that is associated with it and it kind of goes together. Right. Right. It would be bear. weird if you produced a Yogi bear movie and it was like, <coughs> said like by AT&T or whatever. like sure. that's, Weird. That doesn't make sense. (laughs) But if you have the right name attached to that marketing, then like it it makes sense, you know, at least a little bit. At least that's what I think. So I just thought it was cool. I was like, whoa, I was just talking about that. Look at that. That's crazy.
0: (laughs) I love it.
1: So I thought that was exciting. I just put that down to my little uh, notebook Reno thing. Uh, to
3: remember to bring up because I don't want to forget anyone. that one. So there you go, Hanna Barbera coming back. You too can. I don't. I forgot to write down what properties they were going to be making, but uh, the <laughs> the studio is making a return. Boom!
1: There you go. Some exciting, <laughs> exciting news <That's> that, <laughs> that I heard randomly.
0: Yeah. The studio is currently in development of the Amazing World of Gumball movie. Oh. Ah. There we go. Oh, that's the working title. Apparently, they are still de- deciding what they're exactly going to name it, but Gumball is. I mean, I
3: figure that's a pretty good title. Well,
2: that, that, right? that's actually a, a, a cartoon now. Like, that's like, yeah. like the actual title of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So if you could uh, you could just call it the Amazing World of Gumball the movie. movie.
2: Yeah.
1: Done. That's not the most exciting title, no. I suppose. But it does have brand recognition. That's, That's important. True. You don't want to call it like
3: Steve's Crazy Time Adventure and be like, what? What is that? I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't
0: even mean anything.
3: But sometimes they do that. They'd be like, oh, we're going to get so cute and creative with our title. And you look at it and you go,
0: what? I don't know what
3: that I
1: is. don't. Yeah, I've that's happened a few times to me. Like you see them, you see them advertise like a show, yeah,
3: or like a movie, and just like the title and thing, and don't know what to expect from that at all. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> fully understand what
1: that is.
2: Well, yeah. also, it's like recently, I guess I don't know if it was like the tail end of last year or this year, they came out with. a Partially live action animated Tom and Jerry movie, and (laughs) that that movie bombed hard because everyone was
1: making such a bad job of explaining, right?
2: Well, yeah, and so like it, like they 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 market it, they pushed for it, like guys, this gonna be like best animated movie of the year, but like it tanked badly because you know. Besides, like the CGI being bad, people like don't really care about Tom and Jerry that much. Like it's not as exciting as it once was. And so I think they're they were trying to bank so much on that recognition for that, and it was it was kind of disappointing. I was like, oh, you know, live action you know, Tom and Jerry movie. It's kind of cool, and oh, it's too cheesy and uh, too gimmicky and very predictable. Yeah, kind of expected that really, but. <laughs>
0: question what are your guys what are your all all's take on on tom and jerry was it one that you enjoyed
2: i would never seek seek it out like if it was on tv like it you know oh well i, th- I don't remember really watching it like on you know saturday morning cartoons or anything but it was still one of those things where you know some of the episodes i found like really enjoyable and you know something that was just like, oh, wow, this is Tom and Jerry. Or if it was, like, especially on, like, Boomerang. I gotta remember that channel. Kind of throwing it back out there. But, you know, if it was on Boomerang, like, oh, yeah, I'd watch it. It's got, you know, something interesting to watch. Tom and Jerry, it's classic. It's iconic. But I never, like, went out of my way to watch it. It wasn't, like, you know, the Dragon Ball Z for me. Like, I am home from school. I have to watch Dragon Ball Z. Um, Tom and Jerry would be on. I'm like, oh, cool, Tom and Jerry. And then I would just watch it. I
0: never really liked tom and jerry and i think that's because of all of the cartoons it was the one that seemed that i watched at least like
1: fruit works what hello i said it's just said my internet was unstable again so we'll see if this
0: lasts okay (laughs) uh anyway um No, I just I just felt like it was one of the ones that was probably the most mean spirited because I I could never like as a kid could never tell like do they actually like each other like I know they're supposed to be like good friends that just bicker a lot but it was more so than just like the like another example of something that tried to do this was like the Roadrunner and Coyote where there was a kind of that felt like there was a purpose to it of like what the Coyote was trying to do but. (coughs) I think it was because the Roadrunner never actively fought back; he just dodged everything, right? Like he was, yeah, like, he wasn't also building great big machines to go and try and injure Coyote, right? It was, it was not a tit for tat; it was just kind of a. It, it, none of Coyote's schemes ever worked. So that that one it worked more for me. Um, Tom and Jerry again just felt felt a little, little bit more mean spirited in the grand scheme of things. I don't know I, the
3: the Wiley Coyote and Roadrunner still had that problem of, like, why? Why is he going through such lengths? Why is he so angry?
1: He's, <laughs> He's hungry. I'll Stop. I, I, mean, I guess
3: so, but <laughs> I guess, but I at some point, just has got to move on, man. But you're right, Tom and Jerry <laughs> does, there's often, like, mean-spirited, like, <laughs> like, cartoon violence for the sake of cartoon violence. Was like, I'm just gonna, like, smack this dude with a refrigerator. Like, right? what?
1: Yeah. What? <laughs> That escalated quickly. Like, what is happening? Oh, man. (laughs) And the fact that they don't ever, like, talk, really, it's like there's no other
3: personality traits other than, like, how mad they are.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See? That's what I'm saying. Like, anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Cartoons from my childhood. Uh, They're kind of weird. Like, I don't know.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah, I know. I look back on many of those and I'm like, "Huh, that was a choice, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I
1: haven't watched a lot of those in a long time. So, like, I don't really know. I don't have, like, a reference and I don't even remember a lot of them. I just, like, vaguely
3: remember there was a thing, but they were so, like, throwaway as far as like plot goes, oh, sure, or like yeah. what was actually happening and the character development is like so non existent or one dimensional that now I'm like, mm, I don't, I guess that was a thing.
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I vaguely recall that happening. Like, I don't
1: but really was, know.
0: I guess that was kind of true for all of the, the cartoons, right? Like, they're, they're, In the end, they're all completely
2: meaningless. Oh, yes. That's true. (laughs) But like...
3: So, you know... But other cartoons actually have like...
1: Stories that they tell. Sure. Or like... Character development sometimes. Yeah. (laughs) Not just like...
3: Whatever some of those like... Some of the Looney Tunes, right? I mean... There's some classic ones, but then there's a whole bunch of like what? What's going on?
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess that's kind of the difference between uh, like you said, like a ongoing story versus sketch comedy. Like there is real no continuity from one to one in most of those. Like, well, you know, Yeah, and I guess that might be I think, well, I think the way you just broke it down that actually
3: might sum it up slightly for me because I don't really like sketch comedy in any form.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Like, really? There's a couple, like, that are funny,
1: but I don't seek them out, and I don't remember most of them, except for, like,
3: the only sketch comedy thing I can think of right this second off the top of my head is the Monty Python dead parrot. That's all I got. (laughs) (laughs) but because it's just so like it's funny get it ha 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 like i'm always just like "Mm." right okay i don't know it doesn't hit me the same like sketch comedy that's why i never really liked saturday night live or the other one mad tv when that was a thing right those are both uh, on like
1: they were fine and sometimes they were funny i guess But I wasn't ever really like, oh man, I've got to watch it this week because I'm so excited. Like,
3: I'll watch it, I guess. Like, (laughs) you know, it wasn't ever anything like, I wasn't ever like waiting and super excited about it or anything like that. So I always have been drawn more towards like just storytelling things. And if there are funny story beats, that's one thing. But like, I'm generally drawn to. Narrative, I would say, so even like my cartoons, right, like I liked cartoons that had some kind of story didn't necessarily have to be a good story, right, but like, tell me some kind of story, like a lot of cartoons when I was a kid, there was like adventure y right, like those are the ones that I remember liking, you know, like DuckTales right, yep, boom, there we go. There's a topical thing, so they brought that back a little bit ago, Woo. like that's a fun. Yeah. That's a like there are silly funny parts in that. But there are they are telling you a story and there is like an overarching connectivity between episodes because they're, you know, Duckburg or it's the same cast of characters and there's different people around, right? That for me is more memorable.
1: Right. Those are the ones I remember. Like, Like those big cartoons of my childhood are like the Ninja Turtles but not for because it's funny I just really like those For I just
3: connect with that for some reason I really enjoyed that uh like but for, as far as like uh in the style of DuckTales like those Disney style ones I really like like Chip and rescue rangers like we talked about like, a little bit before uh for the same reason like there's a a cast of characters that has like unique character traits and they work together to do thing Right. Yeah. And so it's mm-hmm. it moves around. There's silly parts. There's but it's like a story. And it's for me, it's just much more interesting. It's entertaining. You get invested in watching it. You want to watch more of it because the story might continue, possibly, right?
1: <clears throat> they're gonna be connected in some way. You never know. Cause shows like that, like they're so I don't
3: know. Sometimes I feel disparate because you're like, a thing will happen. And then, like, next season, the character comes back. You're like, whoa. Oh my gosh. I remember an Expert. Right. So you're kind of like that way. <coughs> oh, I like that I, one. I like that kind of stuff. Tailspin. That was the other one. Oh, yeah. I think we talked about that before, too. But yep. I like yeah. that show, too.
0: <laughs> it's usually at this point in the conversation where Aaron reminds us of Cows of Mumesa and then we move on. That's hey. true.
3: That's Great. true. I Great hear they're the real cowboys. Uh, that's all- <laughs>
2: Biker <laughs> from Mars? Anybody? <laughs> no.
3: I always forget no about that why. one. I
0: do. I, um, I, I wonder why. <laughs> uh, uh, uh.
2: There, so uh, in the in the kind of later series, like watching South Park, I know that's not everyone's like favorite, but I, you know, earlier seasons of South Park, it was very like, oh, there's this episode and then this episode, but like none of it was connected. In That's the true. later in the later seasons of South Park, like they were very episodic, like they're all connect, like a whole season was connected in some way or another. And I I really liked how that was kind of incorporated because that was never really like a thing South Park was known for of just doing things very you know episodicy, mm-hmm. very you know all tie in connected in some way or or another. Um, <clears throat> I, I like. You know, I I like episode or, you know, stuff that do that, but I also really enjoy, you know, just the kind of the classic, um, oh, this show does this. And then the next, like the next episode doesn't tie in, but it's like trying to get like truly invested into it. It's like, oh, well, this is actually like connected into some way or fashion. Um, And I just really like shows that are like that. Um, There's, what have I been watching? um i watched a uh is it amazon amazon show called invincible it's kind of like an animated superhero thing definitely not for the faint of heart by any ch- means um but it's a really cool like superhero genre-esque movie or like there's only like five or six episodes but they're almost like hour long each and they, they just have a unique kind of take on kind of like the su- superhero family um and kind of how we just kind of look into modern days and then like I said, that it's, it's one of those things like every episode is tied in some way or another and I just, I just kind of like how that part done to it.
3: Well, yeah, it doesn't have to be directly tied in. That's why I initially yeah. gave my uh, example as DuckTales, right? Because like, <laughs> they, <laughs> like every episode is like a standalone a thing happens but they take place in a very like common, I guess, the modern word would be universe, right? Where like, mm-hmm. there's lots of reoccurring characters that show back up. So there's an interconnectedness in that like Duckburg is a character, Mm -hmm, right? Yeah. Where like the town and its denizens are part of the story as well. So you're seeing the same people consistently. So it feels more connected. Uh, even if like the actual events of each episode and the shenanigans that they get up to, um, are not connected. Yeah. yeah, so I think that's that's why I picked that example because I I felt like it did a good job of that. Like it's one of those where it's like it's its own character, like the city is its own character, kinda. So like the stories that happen in it are in and around it, and sometimes they leave, they go off on, they do weird things, but like that helps to tie it together, right? That's kind of how Old South Park was too, like South Park, the town is kind of that way, too, right? It kind of filled that role of the town is what's connecting everything together not, not that. so it's like its own special character in the whole thing right so that's a that's a way that you could do that that's a way that some some stories work in that fashion, and it's interesting when they do that
1: yeah
3: <laughs> uh, because they you know you have that familiar setting, and then the setting is kind of what. Ties everything together in a certain way, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like it's very, it's a little it's a little deeper than you would necessarily think for like a, a cartoon show, right? It reminds me of like Hundred Years of Solitude, right? It's like that, like it's the,
1: oh.
3: <laughs> 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 right? Just the in the, the fact that like the location is so important, or like oh, uh, yeah. what's that other the, those Pillars of the Earth, like the Ken Follett novels there right like those are like the location is important. The characters are important. The stuff is important. The location is super important for that stuff. Right. In that kind of just style of writing. Yeah. And that that plays good to television series. You know, a lot of TV series are like that. Really? If you kind of think about it, right? Like, you know, doctor shows, they take place in a hospital, like house, right? Like a lot of those episodes aren't connected at all. They try to weave some dumb story. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Whatever. But, like, especially in the later series, like, guys, stop. You just, you tried too hard. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> but it's the hospital that's kind of the thing, right? They take on that role when there's a, in the same setting over and over again. Or like an older show, like Twin Peaks, right? That's like, uh, the setting is important to the storytelling. So it's just, <clears throat> again, even if those events aren't connected, the setting is so consistent and so big mm-hmm. that it can, really carry and tie in a lot of different things and that's cool too because sometimes you have a story that takes place in this part of the town and sometimes the story takes place in that part of the town but you're still in like the town right yeah and so it it helps tie things together i think it's fun i like that as a as a certain method of storytelling i don't know try to think of other (laughs) examples but that's what i got so far
0: well i think i think just in the more Uh, simplified version of that, I like to think of it as you get reoccurring bits, right? Especially if you're thinking about more comedy, right? Like these same thing, you start getting the same reoccurring things and what that does is all of a sudden <sighs> you start being able to see more personalities for people. Because yeah, you get that familiar. sort of familiarity. Yeah. They start doing they do the, <coughs> same in the same thing in similar situations kind of over and over and you're like, oh, okay. like This person really I understand, you know, like where you know what this means to them or what kind of person they are now because this is, you know, how they act or whatever. And I, I really like that because you can, you can, it's more, it's more predictable. And you're because when you during sketch comedy, like good sketch comedy, is going to take you from like all the way from like you, you've got to be intro to somebody, become just familiar enough with them to make whatever's going to happen funny, and then it's end, right? But like. You can't yeah. really build that relationship with them. And it does sound kind of silly of like, yeah, oh, we're talking about this DuckTales. Like, ugh, like it's not that big of a deal, but. DuckTales so, is great. It is great. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't hear what I'm not saying. It's great. I don't I, <laughs> no offense. Don't get angry. But, uh, you know, it, it, it applies to more than just serious cinema. Oh, yeah, no, totally. <clears throat> it's just that I think,
1: I don't know. Try to formulate my thought here, and it's not coming together without just repeating exactly what I said before. <laughs> so I'm just going to spare
3: you that part. But yeah, I get that, and I think. But again, the, the reason that the sketch comedy I think falls short with me is because it always feels a lot of it feels very forced.
1: Sure.
2: Because they, they either are they either are relying too much on the same thing, mm. or like they're just like
1: forcing it in because it's a sketch. They have five minutes to do the
3: thing and then move on. Right. And so it's like, uh, because after a while it gets tired, right? Like, uh, there's only so many times you can watch
1: the, you know, Wiley e. Coyote hold an anvil and fall off a cliff that it's going to be funny. Right? Yeah. There's like a, <laughs> there's a limit. Right. So,
0: <laughs> right.
1: You get,
3: I, there's only so many times you could see, tom hit jerry with a mallet it's funny right right it's like they do it all the time because it's the familiar thing it's what they do ha, ha, ha. but after a while it's like
1: yeah I... okay yeah. i guess whatever <laughs> cool at least in my opinion right it's kind of where i'm like yeah well, yeah so even though i like like bugs buddy and daffy duck i guess in principle Watching them do the same exact bit
3: for the four hundredth time in a mildly different circumstance it's
1: not as funny anymore.
0: <laughs> the most exciting thing in the world, sure. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. I'll give you that. If it's predictable. Uh...
3: That's true. That's what I mean. it's—it's like, it's like you can also think about it. Sometimes it's just like sometimes media is just, like, comfort food, right? Uh, you just yes. want that familiar thing.
1: yeah.
3: Right, like, I know that french fries are not, like, gourmet delicacy. I am unaware that that is not, like, an exciting, like, new, wonderful invention. Uh, sometimes I just want some stinky french fries, right? That's what... <laughs> that, that's it. That's what I want, because it's a familiar... It's the thing that I enjoy. So... that's i i feel that it it can be that way sometimes right you're like oh it's the thing that i like it's comforting it's familiar i'll just sit down and watch it and you know whatever so i i understand that aspect of it the comfort value in it and that's what media is as well right it's important like like you said like not all media has to be high art it's okay if you like con air or gone in 60 seconds it's not
1: right. These are not these
3: are, these are never going to be like really award winning art inspiring films. You can just like to sit down and watch them. That is allowed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's what that's okay. <laughs> It's okay to watch Nicolas Cage launch a Mustang off a bridge for some reason. You know. Because, whatever. Man. Because, of because he can.
0: <laughs> or can he? <laughs> watch guys find out <laughs> <laughs> after the commercial break.
2: Right.
1: <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, there we go. What? <laughs> I heard, let's um, talk about comfort food. Uh, I heard this idea. I cannot get credit for this. Um, I heard this and it sounded fascinating to me. Um, In the world of you can order from your phone um, and from any restaurant and have it delivered because the person will go there in their car and pick up your order from the door and come and bring it to you. What if you still wanted the dine in experience? But we're able to order from other restaurants. Track with me.
3: Uh,
2: <laughs> you go to. A is place.
3: this. is Okay. So is this like when we were kids and we went to McDonald's and you didn't like McDonald's? And so we went to Burger King and you brought your Burger King into McDonald's to eat it? Yes. Is that, what, is that what's happening here? Yes, this is what's happening here. This is
0: exactly what's happening here. But Listeners,
3: that really did happen. Listeners in America will be like, what? Why? <laughs> no. Blasphemy. Yes, we totally
1: no. did that.
0: No. <laughs> but what if you, you were able to do that? You came and you sat down and they took your order. They ordered it from the other restaurants and then they drove to the restaurants and then came and put it back down. So you could get like, french fries from mcdonald's but a steak and shake burger or, or and like a wendy's shake and then your your friend and compadre could get like a sirloin with mashed potatoes from a Wendy's or whatever i don't know but like it just
1: how cool would that be
0: <laughs>
1: first of all you're literally just describing
3: uh Mine and Dusty's completely made up holiday turkey revolt Tuesday. Uh, oh and <laughs> before we do it at home, uh, I, don't, I think, I think you would be hard pressed to find businesses that would go along with that because <laughs> while you are, let's pretend you
1: are sitting in, uh, the McDonald's dine-in area and you have pizza and,
3: tacos delivered to you. What you're doing is you are taking up space for people that want to be eating their food. <laughs>
0: oh, no, <laughs> right? no, no, no. And they can't, no, no. they don't have a place to sit. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> this is a separate establishment. So call it like like um food court RS. And you go there. Whoa! Okay. Okay. Th- no. Th- yeah. This. All right. Is okay.
3: I was not tracking correctly. Oh. Okay. So okay. you 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 want to have just a restaurant? that's just a building with tables in it. Yes. Done.
0: And their and- kind of <laughs> thing is, they will bring you food <laughs> from other places, and you can sit down and eat. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: there wait it, what's it, the business model then how do you make any money on this he's just like that's what a pavilion at the park is right like yeah, there's so, like a picnic table at a park that's what you, that's what you just described to how, me
0: how do people like how do people like like doordash how do they make money right they take a little bit off the top to bring it to you right that's what. <laughs> that's what it is. so do you what, charge yeah. people to sit
3: yeah that's your plan
0: yeah, Do you, like you rent the table, DoorDash? Doordash or something. No, like, no, DoorDash.
3: we don't have that here. We're no. not, we're not fancy enough uh, down okay. here in, so in what, that Barry County, is, right? We can't, is, we don't have that.
0: Doordash is the the company, and they re- Doordash as this national thing reaches out to restaurants and says, "Do you want to be a part of this? Do you want to be a part of this?" And if you say yes, that means that uh, an independent contractor can get an alert on their phone and say, <clears throat> "Brandon has ordered." Uh, from Lila's and wants his food delivered. So you Darter place right your order through DoorDash <laughs> to Lila's. Lila's gets the DoorDash order, makes it, and sets it on the counter. The DoorDash driver comes and picks it up, brings it to your home. and, yes. and at each, right, So they take a little service charge, yeah, and yeah. you can tip the person. Same thing, but instead of it being a national chain, it's more like local of like food court R Us, and they so... just take a little bit off the top.
2: So what, but like, what Colin is, so what? What Colin is describing is that there's there's a rest or a place in Tulsa called Mother Road Market, and what what it what it is is that it is like a lot of the food trucks that um, that have like little tiny – instead of the food trucks it's actually like in a little like kind of kiosk kind of thing, and it's it's literally like a food court of like local places like Tulsa like Oklahoma places. Um, things like that, so it's it's there's a place called yeah it, yeah in Tulsa mother Road market um not that far from we from where we live we we go there all the time because they have like such a wide variety of foods but it's it's mostly um like local places or like food truck places, and you can just get you know pretty much whatever if you want to get like a burger from this place or like Chinese from this little you know counter thing. Um and, and they work with DoorDash too. So DoorDash actually comes or you can sort of like order food from that place and then just go pick it up. But then they have like uh like outside eating and like a little like inside eating that has kind of you know walkways and all these kind of cool stuff. And they used to have like a little mini putt putt course in there. But it's it's actually really cool if you get the chance. I would highly recommend Googling it. And if and if everyone comes down to Oklahoma one day. <laughs> that is definitely where um we're going to be taking people just because it is so unique and i i just love going there because it's like oh i don't really want burgers or oh i want you know italian or oh i kind of want um you know like asian food or or or, or you know, indian food or whatever so there's a lot of options that you get to choose from and it's all like really good
0: but do they bring it to you can you sit in one spot and then little yeah, so around and gather your so food because i don't want to have to walk anywhere that's the whole point i mean there. that's
3: the part that here i this is what i've in. colin saying is colin there is a building
2: full of tables yeah and uh, probably bathrooms right
1: yes
2: yeah. uh you just go in there yeah. and sit down
3: and randomly mm-hmm. someone comes to the door and shouts your name and you just go get it
1: yeah. right well well,
0: no.
3: Right, so you just tell you would tell DoorDash to like deliver to that location, right? Is what you're saying?
0: Uh, no the, the the building itself, like whoever, like a food court RS would take your order and they would be the DoorDash, right? Instead of DoorDash delivering mm-hmm. to your home, they would be the DoorDash and they would go get the stuff to you.
3: Oh, so, so they have their own courier service,
0: that, their own courier. Service. Okay, they
3: they so this building a- has a little has like a garage attached where there's like a fleet of dudes on m- mopeds
0: mopeds they
3: just absolutely go out to all the local restaurants and get your carry out order. They yep. order the carry out for, for you
0: yes and then you bring it <clears throat> they bring it to and that way you know it's like we all oh, like you have twenty people there and they can all order from a different place, but we're having the meal together at one location, I mean, and they don't actually okay any of the food they they just have like maybe drinks um but then yeah a fleet of oh true you could sell drinks that'd be yeah be and good a, and a fleet of of uh, little uh uh you know vespas or or whatever and
3: obviously uh, little scooters little scooters. men on <laughs> men and women on bicycles
1: zipping around
3: right on
0: the super cubs i don't know <laughs> but they'll go around and uh, bring you back hot noodles and you'll be fine
3: interesting I wonder I wonder how many people would patronize that place like because it's like it would only be good if you were going out to eat with like a bunch of people yeah right because like if you're eating by yourself or if it was just like me and Susan right that place seems like it would not be useful
0: Right, because. and I think you, I think you'd have to have something you know, <laughs> else to make it maybe more of a destination place and more of an event thing. Like I don't know, like maybe you'd partner up with uh, Rainforest Cafe, and you've got some animatronic monkeys swinging over your. Oh head dear, and, right? Oh and man, McDonald's. I haven't thought about Rainforest. Is that still around? Is that <laughs> is is that still a thing? <laughs> it was when Megan and I went to Nashville. Like a lot like six years ago at this point maybe seven okay well if it was there <laughs> six years ago i haven't
3: seen one since i was like 12 yeah, so i in
0: chicago right with mom yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah wow okay
1: yeah i forgot that
3: existed so, so
0: now imagine it's like a rainforest cafe but with no food like they don't have their own Crappy food but with no cafe. With no cafe, <laughs> it's the cafe away. Like oh, it's the oh, it's the rainforest away cafe. Oh my god! Oh, dear, this is amazing. And you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so okay, okay, so <clears throat> I feel like animatronic
3: things because what uh, is not enough of a draw to get people to come to that? It'd be like weird because you want to go see it one time, and after that, you're like, yeah, that was. I don't need any more monkeys in my life. So like what else would you put in there to make it like a place where people would want to go? Like legitimately want to go. (laughs) Not just like an empty room, right? Like a warehouse. (laughs) Like a barn. Yeah. It's like a barn with like a concrete floor and picnic tables, right? Like (laughs) and like garage doors. And just on the side. So what do you put in there, Aaron? What do you put in there to make people want to go there for like Sunday after church, right? When you have like a whole bunch of people, like 12 people and you want to can't decide where to go eat. Maybe there's not enough room at a restaurant because that's a big thing. If you want to go with a big party, like say you want to get 20 people together to do a thing, like if it's a birthday or something. Like oftentimes taking 20 people to go eat is impossible, right? You want to go out, you want to do your
1: thing, but you can't like, you can't fit in a restaurant, you know? So what do you put in this shed?
3: Uh, (laughs) We're going to upgrade it. This nice building (coughs) to make it like appealing other than drink service. You have to have like beverages. (laughs) Because <laughs> beverage delivery is a bit tricky, so you want to have like all kinds of stuff there.
2: So one one thing that 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 I've seen at this, I, I sent you guys a little like website link of it if you want to take a gander. Yeah, I saw but it. some places you know offer like live music or different kind of atmospheres. But okay. you know, like I said, Shelby and myself went you know just for two people, and what what we've been doing the last few times is that we've ordered like one thing from different types of restaurants like we got these um thai um spicy um fries that have like all these like really cool sauces on them and then like we'll get like a you know chicken tender platter thing from some sort of like chinese restaurant and then we'll get like some sort of like salad from something and then we'll get like dessert and for two people like that's you know, pretty much all we can handle because there's just so much of it but we always get i mean every time we go it's always popping like it's just it's never not busy um i don't know if it's just the food or just the kind of the atmosphere i don't want to call it like a hippie kind of place but it's, it's a very like in a certain part of town that's very like oh, imagine oh, well. a place
0: with a lot of hippies
2: <laughs> yes
0: yeah. is um, are that, there or, drum circles um,
2: Modern. No, not not
0: um like you said. not
2: hippies. That's not the word I'm looking for. Yuppies, Um but more kind of like hipsters yeah, kind of yeah, hipsters. Um more than anything. And so there there's there's a lot of that there. As long as there's no
3: drum circles.
2: Yeah, but it's not like Ugh. you know anything like like overly obnoxious or or anything like that. It's actually like, oh okay, you know, I can you know I can vibe here. This is kind of nice. Um Yeah, I mean it's it's just kind of a really really chill kind of place to go with just different options. And if, if you just want something unique, like, there's there's always something new to go in there. And I guess that's kind of a, a good little slogan you wanted to, to think about it. But yeah, always there's just something always, new. always just something new there.
3: Yeah. Look, I like the entertainment idea. You could have, like, <clears throat> little music-y thing,
1: or, like, yeah. some kind of... I, oh, you could do, like, movie screenings in there. I got it. Right? You could just... Show
3: movies, like, or you could just show *Hanna Barbera* cartoons all the time.
0: (laughs) Hey, not a bad idea. No, hear me, hear me out on this. Okay, so we are trying to be one centralized location for whatever food possibilities that you would like. So what if inside this massive warehouse there are sections with different themed restaurants where you can (laughs) eat food? (laughs) so you want okay. the ambiance of an Italian restaurant but you're really craving sushi and Mexican so you can go <laughs> eat and then across the way is the one like the fast food joint with like the uh you know tables and really sticky gummy surfaces that you could go they're just like they're, they're all
3: they're all uneven on purpose they all the tables are wobbly but you did it that way on purpose yes. you like broke off one of the little plastic things on the bottom of every table
0: obviously is just to do. give it that flair right so so you could literally
3: you, what you're describing is a more grandiose version of do you remember that random hamburger place that we ate at in like Vian, Oklahoma do you remember that yeah. when we went down to see Turtle calling? Uh yeah. like every single booth had like some kind of weird theme like yeah. one was like a beach the other one was like yeah. NASCAR you're like what 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 is going on in here? I know. <laughs> I wish I could remember the name of that place because, <laughs> listeners, I'm telling you, it was the weirdest restaurant I've ever been in my life. It had the best hamburger.
0: That is what I was about to follow up with. It is in my entire
3: life. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> uh, but it's a, so Colin's describing a more grandiose version of that. That would be funny. Uh, I would appreciate the irony of eating like tacos in the fine dining italian section that would just be humorous uh maybe the first two times okay. <clears throat> but after that okay i would be like i need something else to do i don't know if you have to have like something else like some other draw that you would want to go there the,
0: the, the more i think about this the more i am like <laughs> literally that we were just reinventing a food court uh and i mean really yes we are just like literally there's uh, something like an arcade and
3: i'm just describing the battlefield mall uh food court circa like 1995 right as i am got saying.
0: a carousel uh there <laughs> a carousel and a movie theater right there theater. right that was the dang it well anyway. man,
1: <laughs> we really man. the
3: food
0: court for uh, there we go 2021 <laughs>
3: It's like weird tile floors, you gotta have that weird tile floor in those like bizarre, the weird beige trash cans, right? They're kind of mm. like, like a weird, one. I guess it was more of a taupe, right?
0: Uh, nothing, nothing <laughs> ever good was <laughs> it comes with, I guess it was taupe, right? That's not a taupe, taupe that. gray, maybe I don't know, somewhere <laughs>
3: between taupe and gray. Excitement, man. man. That we got we for I can't, we got it the mall is on the list for Joe topics because that's a long one, but like so I don't want to go into that right now. But man, oh speaking makes me sad. The other day somebody went to one of the malls and was like, "Yeah, there was like nothing in there." It's like man, it makes you kind of sad because I yeah. like like I don't know, not like liked, but it was enjoyable. Well, I we know, just spent so it. much
0: time there, right? Like, <laughs> like oddly, I don't know yeah right like
3: like you said it was like a thing like it was a while people were doing stuff you could just go do something else right it was just it's like a really large enclosed space you sort of roam around and do whatever you want and then somehow with the ma- without the aid of cellular phones uh, show up and meet somebody on a bench at the exact right time and then leave right? So like-
0: yeah right we're going to coordinate this i don't know how but here we go i don't know how
1: i mean they had clocks on the wall like every 20 feet so that's probably how but it's fine (laughs) yeah we
0: gotta come back to that topic okay cool i was uh reminded today uh well actually i was reminded of when you said the word tope and i said nothing is interesting that is described as being tope um I didn't know this, but well, I... okay. So, um, You have World, to have a neutral color for all the flashy signage in the food court. That's well, why you have to
3: have the, the trash can't be like...
0: This mm. gets to where I'm going. Um, but, so Disney World and Disneyland are studied for many different things as far as like customer service and the magic of whole like, you know, where they're like, you know, we do all this stuff behind in all the tunnels and trying to preserve yeah. things. They have... <laughs> A palette of what, you know, one of the things that is called is um, go away green or nocium green or nocium gray, where they have scientifically derived colors that they paint things that they don't want you to notice. And they paint like doors for emergency exits, this or um, like speakers and rocks. Uh, to obscure hatches and <laughs> I think maybe you should not paint the emergency exit in the okay, invisible
3: yeah. color. Not emergency exit. But like, like the entrance for like, like the staff entrance, right?
0: Like that's yeah, what, that's what that, like paint the emergency <laughs> one red, please. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what what do you mean? Of course we have exits. Camouflage that. They? I don't know. But <laughs> no I could <can> see it <laughs> But it was it's stuff that they have um Designed uh, as a way of keeping places, again, keeping you more in the moment, so that you, re- you know, so you don't mo- rec- necessarily recognize all of the, the the modern things around you, or um, the, uh, just obscures things from your from your brain because it's like this color is literally so boring, your brain blends is not in, even yeah, acknowledge it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> it's very interesting. When you said green. The first thing that came to mind was the elementary school bathroom color. And that was like it's not a pleasant color. So I was very off put when Uh-oh. you said green. well, like that that real like really pale green color. sickly green. Right? It's like
0: pale it. green and white. And i was that, like uh, why. Well. that paint is not well at all, right? <laughs> no. Not encourage you to spend more time in there I guess that was what they were wanting I mean that's true we repulse you out we wanna, like we're, we're this is going to this be so psychological
3: unimportant warfare
0: on our t- our young children yes
3: I <laughs> want <with> this color <laughs> make this place so unpleasant that you want it to leave immediately <laughs> right
0: Yeah. well you know that's one thing you can do with colors it's true.
1: I don't know if it worked or not. I just remember exactly what that bathroom looked like for some reason. Well,
0: <laughs> like, I, I mean, you, you remember it, so it had anis, <laughs> and <it's> not-
3: <laughs> Yes. I remember the weird old soap dispenser. You know, the one that has like, it has the globe on the top and you have to just push up that metal pin oh, and let the soap just- out.
0: Awful, because it would like yeah, right, and gunky, and you were literally pushing your hand into and through into a a metal golf tee looking thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. and le- the leftover soap from the forty people before you, and just, you
3: know, yeah, yeah, you- and then the paper towel thing was like it had that it was white it had that little tiny, uh, chrome handle, that smooth chrome handle like a pencil sharpener. <laughs> <laughs> they just had to
1: wind it oh. out. <laughs> Oh yeah, so good. <laughs> uh, so make the bathrooms in the uh, to go our us place whatever <laughs> like much more appealing. Than
3: that don't put that color in there and make.
0: It... <laughs> yeah, don't use the go away green. I don't know. we'll have to work with some <laughs> sort of interior decorator work. This make this work, but it's true. I'm feeling this this all that
3: could Come be on. the other draw you know you been to those restaurants where the bathrooms just like insanely weird looking and it's just like <laughs> there's like all kinds of it's, like no. really no. weird like the design is just like really bizarre it's like
0: <laughs> you're even like
2: example. some restaurants
3: one example. oh okay. uh, like uh, i can't think of a restaurant but like the like some bathrooms have just like an extreme like theme of weird things going on right like the have you ever been to the bathroom in the Ripley's Believe It or Not in Branson?
0: I've been to the Ripley's Believe It or Not in Branson, but I don't believe I have been in their Believe It or Not bathroom. Yeah, well, one of the bathrooms, like, it's just got, like, a lot of, like, so it's, like collections of stuff are just in there, like, on the wall. <laughs> like, well, that makes sense for a Believe It or Not Ripley's Museum. Of course you're going to see the world's tiniest thumbnail while you're washing your hands or in, you know?
3: Yeah. Right. Like just weird stuff in the bath like that. So you should make, we got to make the bathroom like something because if you're going to have, if you are going to go through the path of like having like separate kiosk areas of like, uh, I keep imagining the warehouse idea and it's hilarious. Cause I just think about like a ceiling that's like really tall. And then a bunch of partitions that are like only eight feet tall. So you could just like see over, <laughs> right. You get like all the light in, um, <laughs> anyway like <laughs> uh the bathroom has to be like something insane right so it has to be like some wild thing like all its own like its own crazy like theme or whatever just like so nuts that people are like oh my gosh do you see the bathroom in there that's It'd so be crazy hard <laughs> because we're trying to
0: combine so many different themes of restaurants but I think if it was something like like a pure African safari with like waist high grass <laughs> and like Perfect. animatronic leopards uh like walking, around,
3: uh don't do that you'll scare some children right they'll be like
0: i was killed in the bathroom <laughs> it was almost
3: there's a- like all this or no it has to be completely different right like the, <laughs> it's gotta be like so the the inside are all like restaurant themed <laughs> bathrooms but or like the restaurant themed uh s- seating areas uh-huh. but the bathroom is like Baseball stadium. It's like austere. <laughs> With a trough?
0: Like, talking, yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Really
0: want to avoid or like room vibe. what's
3: something else that would be like crazy? Like a, I don't know, like a boat. Like a,
0: <laughs> a boat. Yeah, right. The head, do, do the head of the boat or like actual porta potties? Right, like just actual. <laughs> Not even pretend ones, like real legit with the blue stuff in the bottom. And real porta potties. Yep. Yep. Wow, like that sounds. This is be because we, I thought we wanted this to be appealing, right? Like, well, you like, said wanted to be different and rememberable. That's true. I'm also realizing that we're going to do something with uh, sound dampening and music because the cacophony and assault on the senses from the different music each of these restaurants is going to be playing is going to be very nauseous. No, 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 no. You just have one track that loops. Right. You play like one
3: song because it's a 25 foot ceiling with only like eight foot partitions. Yeah. uh, It's one sound ambiance from everywhere. Uh, So it's got (laughs) but it goes on a loop. It plays like one Italian song, (laughs) one like 50s diner song. (laughs) right? (laughs) 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 <laughs> One like Japanese pop song, right? Oh, like, just yeah, like in a mariachi this, and there, and uh, yeah, uh, and then there's a mariachi song. I'd love this. Oh yeah, That's it'd be great. That'd be wild. oh no, you know it'd be hilarious. Here we go. So the whole restaurant's like food themed, yeah, right? But then the bathroom is like literary themed for some reason. So the bathroom is just like Alice in Wonderland. You're like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 go to the bathroom it's just like crazy mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. the mirror is like upside down and
0: like a <laughs> uh, smoking caterpillar in one of the stalls it's just an animatronic caterpillar that's taking up one of them you this could use it if there weren't any the, no
3: the stalls the, to get to the stalls you, it's like you have to open a tree like to get <laughs> 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 there's
0: there's one stall with a with a caterpillar smoking hookah on it and a tree in the corner and you, yeah <laughs> but you you have but to you know. have to
3: open the tree up and that's open like the, the oh okay
0: that's why yeah it's like a mystery like what's happening <laughs> we we're all <laughs> <laughs> security is going to be very busy uh finding all it's going to be great it's going to be hilarious <laughs> well
1: welcome <laughs>
0: uh. <laughs> Well welcome, here's here's uh here's here's a menu possibilities and a tracker to make sure so we can find you hit the red button. Yes, when you get lost in the bathroom. And the bathroom is like way too big. Right? Like, it's <laughs> so like big. with awkward like yeah, it's
3: no this it's Oh no, to big. make it like real Alice in Wonderland, like you have to go like way off into a corner and the doors for the bathroom are like jammed in the corner. Uh, but it's like a false wall, so like the bathroom is actually like enormous. So you're like, oh man, it's just like a one person bath. Oh my gosh, it's huge in here, right? Like huge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but all the fixtures are are like three quarter size in a very large room. So <laughs> that'd be even better. Yeah, right? like the sinks are like,
3: like the faucet is actually like small. Like what?
0: Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This may have. Because you want to annoy your customers as much as possible. This is perfect. Well, it may have some ADA uh, accessibility concerns, so. That's uh, fine. We'll have, to, we'll have to work it out. It'll be fine. That's okay.
3: We'll, we'll get the code book and we'll, we'll figure That's it out. It'll be okay.
0: There's a loophole in there. Sure. <laughs> <coughs> it
3: be wonderful. Be good.
0: Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, I think we better. <laughs> I I think that sounds really good. I'm really interested in the investors uh, and uh, the possibility. Yeah, there we grow.
3: go. it's <laughs> gonna have to be in a large area because, like, uh, I don't know, my town probably cannot support uh, this endeavor. I don't know if there's enough people to gotta, want to patronize this. Uh,
0: this will go really people, people in LA. They're gonna love this. They're gonna really. All right,
3: love we'll, this. See.
0: we'll see. Right. <laughs> i'm really looking forward to that you know seattle they're gonna basically you know, basically, they're gonna try and live in there and turn this into
3: obviously housing for
0: them <laughs> obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well i think we should probably button it up <laughs> and, okay uh, <laughs> talk to you guys again soon
3: <laughs> all right okay. yeah. love you I love, love you too. <laughs> Bye.